Hello everyone, welcome to RLCC Radio, where you can grow in your faith together with others by listening to our daily devotionals, sermons, and other audio broadcasts. Feel free to share this tool with others. Also, join us every day as we explore God's truth together. Let's dive in. Good morning sa inyo lahat. A few days ago, meron akong uh, napanood sa YouTube na isang uh, video tukos sa isang crash, you know, aircraft uh, crash or airline crash no, na nangyari way back in 1979. Uh, ito ay uh, involving a New Zealand DC-10 aircraft na nag-crash dun sa Antarctica. And uh, I was intrigued, no? so I, I watched it. No? Uh, pinanood ko yung uh, video na yun. And uh, nakakalungkot kasi about 200 plus na mga pasahero died uh, because of that crash. Pero ang pinaka masaklap sa lahat is yung reason kung bakit sila nag-crash doon. Actually, nag-crash sila sa isang bundok uh, doon sa Antarctica. It's a, it's a plane na uh, you know, uh, full of uh, mga tourists no? na dala-dala nila yung mga camera nila and all of that kaya isa ito dun sa mga uh, crash ano you know uh, investigations na nakakalukot kasi maraming mga footages ng no? maraming mga videos anyway um na discover nila as they were as they were investigating bakit nangyari yung crash na yon uh, apparently hindi alam ng mga piloto na nagkaroon ng adjustment doon sa kanilang navigation ano a few degrees lang naman a few degrees galing yung aircraft doon sa New Zealand at uh, ito ay papunta sa Antarctica and then some somebody uh, changed yung navigation system nila uh, by a few degrees na hindi na inform yung mga piloto anyway sa madaling salita hindi alam ng mga piloto that they are off course at uh, dahil sila ay isang aeroplano na you know nagdadala ng mga tourist normal para sa kanila to go down at a certain level para yung mga pasero nila makapag-take ng pictures doon sa Antarctica. Unfortunately, dahil nga off course sila, uh, hindi nila na-realize na papunta sila doon sa bundok. And by the time na ma-realize nila ito, it was too late, no? And so that really uh, you know killed uh, you know so many people doon sa uh, aircraft na yun. That was really sad. Today we want to continue on with our series po uh, entitled uh, Open Doors. At uh, ngayong umaga na to, we want to talk about yung paano natin uh, you know ma-discern yung open doors. An open door, sabi ko nga sa inyo, is an opportunity given by God to us so that we can experience the presence of Christ, the purpose of God, and the power of the Holy Spirit. Kaya sinabi ko sa inyo last week na itong open door is our foretaste of heaven on earth. Kasi talagang nararanasan natin ang ikangang presensya ng Panginoon, the kingdom of God, sa pamamagitan ng tiwala natin sa Diyos as we enter itong mga open doors na ito. Pero how do we know if an open door is actually set before us by God? Uh, what if we are wrong? You know, paano kung tayo ay mali? You know, how can we be sure? 
Uh, in other words, how do we discern an open door? Yan po ang gusto nating pag-usapan sa umagang ito. And I do believe na the Lord wants us to learn itong uh, ikanga spiritual na uh, skill na ito no, sa pang-araw-araw natin buhay. And of course, I'm not referring sa lahat na lang na posibleng open door na nangyayari. But especially those na yung mga major or significant na open door, na sa tingin natin ay open door, and uh, lalo-lalo na yung mga opportunities that can alter yung ating, uh, you know, uh, commitments or, you know, affect our relationships and ganyan. These are the kinds of things na kailangan natin uh, malaman, you know, and we want to talk about right now yung, yung idea na yung paano natin, you know, uh, test itong mga ito. No? How do we test itong open door na sinasabi? Okay? And we are going to talk about four ways to test. Okay? A, ikang apparent open door. Uh, test natin and I'm going to share with you four ways to do that. At uh, bawat isa is very important. Kaya makinig po kayo and mamaya sa prayer gathering, we are actually going to apply this no? uh, sa ating church and also personally. Uh, sa ating mga buhay. So, I'm really excited to see you later. Those of you na nasa Pilipinas, of course. And um, I hope na we can come together mamayang 11 a.m. sa Real Life Center natin para to apply itong ating pag-uusapan ngayon. But for now, let us pray. Manalangin tayo sa Panginoon and let us ask God to guide us para matuto tayo how to test itong mga open doors na ito. So, manalangin po tayo. Lord, we come before you at uh, salamat Panginoon for everyone na ngayon ay kasama namin dito sa online worship celebration. Lord, tunay nga Lord na you want us to become mature children of God, able to discern yung mga bagay-bagay sa buhay namin. And Lord, yes, of course, you do want to guide us, pero you are not going to make the decisions for us. Uh, because as mature children of God, you want us to be responsible and to make choices that align with your will and that glorifies you and also uh, is good for us and for other people sa paligid namin at sa buhay namin. So Lord, um, sa umagang ito, at lalo na on to, on to our prayer gathering din mamaya, uh, guide us and help us, uh, teach us Lord, at upang sa ganun matuto po kami. Maraming salamat po sa inyo, Panginoon. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, Amen and Amen. So, let's talk about itong, uh, you know, four ways to test. Uh, an apparent open door. In other words, may dumating sa buhay mo na mukhang parang, wow, it's an opportunity. It looks like parang God is giving you this quote-unquote open door. Pero how can you be sure? Paano natin malalaman ko yan nga by open door? Now, as I share with you itong apat na paraan of testing an open door, you may have some questions or you know, please feel free to write it in the comments. At the same time, kung mayroong mga, you know, parang may impress sa heart niyo coming from the Holy Spirit, a word or a phrase or an idea or even a feeling or emotion, uh, please write it down, you know, and tell us what the Lord is uh, teaching you. We'd love to hear that from you. So, pag-usapan natin tong four ways to test, okay? Now, the first very important step, no, is to trust God with your whole life completely. Now, I don't mean to say na parang in a general sense. Siguro, right now, you're saying, well, I trust God naman eh. 
Well, what I'm talking about is every time you are faced with a major decision or important uh, matter sa buhay mo, that, like I said, nga, it might be affecting your key relationships or your commitments. It would alter your situation in life. Yung mga ganun bagay. I believe that you need to really formally talagang declare your trust and submission to God, no? Nang walang uh, pag-aalinlangan. You should actually do this each time you pray about that decision. So, ang ibig kong sabihin po, pag sinabi kong trust God with, all, with your whole life completely, is every time you go into prayer for something na decide mo, begin by actually, you know, uh, reciting or declaring yung submission mo at tiwala mo sa Panginoon. Let me give you a passage of scripture that you can use actually for this kind of prayer. I'm talking about Proverbs 3 verses 1 to 6. No, Sabi dito, My son, do not forget my teaching, but keep my commands in your heart, for they will prolong life, uh, your life many years and bring you peace and prosperity. Now, obviously, this is addressed to a son, pero you can actually take it to yourself or apply it to yourself personally. And you can use the very words of Scripture sa panalangin mo. Pwede mo sabihin, Lord, I do not want to forget your teaching, you know. I want to keep your commands in my heart. And Lord, I do desire yung will mo sa akin, which is to prolong my life many years and bring me peace and prosperity. Again, sa verse 3, sabi, let love and faithfulness never leave you. No, let love and faithfulness. See, God wants us to live a life of love, first toward God and toward others. Hindi yung self-centered tayo, mga kapatid. No, the Lord wants us to think about our relationship with the Lord, yung ministry natin. You know, I, I know a lot of people, they just make decisions without weighing ano magiging impact nito sa pinagagawa sa kanila ng Panginoon. No, ministry-wise. Yung decision ba na yan, would, would it affect yung commitment mo to the Lord that you will actually serve Him in a particular ministry? So sabi niya, sabi nung, nung author dito, let love and faithfulness never leave you, okay? Yung maging faithful ka. If God has trusted you with certain relationships, you know, to belong to a certain community, to be part of a certain local church, you know, if God has given you a responsibility to do a certain ministry, what is important before anything else is to really come to God and say, Lord, I want to be faithful. I want to follow you. I don't want to just do things kasi gusto ko. So let love and faithfulness never leave you. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart. Now, of course, hindi naman literal yan. That's figurative or, you know, a way of saying na talagang sa puso mo talaga, come before the Lord, okay? Make this a formal declaration. Now, usually, pag nag-de-decide ng mga importanteng bagay, it would not just take one prayer. It would take a series of prayers. And for as long as wala kang firm conviction about what the Lord wants you to do, you must continue on in prayer. And each time you pray to discern God's will, start with a declaration of your trust you know, uh, in God completely for your entire life. No? Sabi sa verse 4, Then you will win favor in a good name in the sight of God and man. Now, some people parang wala silang, you know, masyadong pakialam daw. Sabi nila, yeah, wala akong pakialam sa mga tao. Well, there's a there's a, some substance to that. And siyempre, kailangan differentiate natin ang sarili niya, natin and not be people pleasers or controlled by the opinions of people. Pero on the other hand, kailangan maging accountable din naman po tayo. 
yun ang dahilan bakit we encourage the members of RLCC to be part of communities, to be part of small groups. Kasi we want to train the people, the members of RLCC to be accountable to others at hindi yung gawa ng gawa ng mga decisions without taking into consideration ano magiging epekto nito sa mga key relationships natin sa pamilya of course number one pero also sa body of Christ no so we want to commit ourselves to that fundamental uh, ikang uh, decision sa buhay natin to stay faithful and to you know to be guided by love at hindi lang yung every time na merong bagong opportunity we just grab it no so learn to just start off your prayer by declaring your uh, ika nga, commitment and submission to God. And of course, very important in verses 5 and 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. Okay? Huwag mong you know, gamitin yung parang logic lang sa isip mo na mukha naman maganda ito eh. O kaya maganda yung, maganda yung salary dito sa trabaho na to, Or kaya itong opportunity ito, yayaman tayo rito. Lean not in your own understanding. Okay? Uh, in all your ways, submit to Him, and He will make your paths straight. No, I was talking with uh, one one young person, and uh, you know he was confused about a particular decision sa buhay niya. He didn't know whether he would want to, you know, parang you know nahatim puso niya whether he would go full time to serve the Lord or whether he would pursue a career sa marketplace. And I and I told him, sabi ko sa kanya, you know, if you want God to really guide you. You have to surrender everything. At wala kang parang particular na you know, parang pinapaburan no? na decision. Uh, you know, the, those who have been doing this for a long time, ang tawag nila dito, the prayer of indifference. Meaning to say na parang sinasaya mo sa Lord, Lord, what I want is just to love you, to serve you, and to love the people na kung saan mo ko nilagay, to be accountable to the church where I belong, you know, to be faithful to my ministry and so forth. So, Lord, yun ang gusto ko. Whatever it is na magiging uh, ikanga resulta ng guidance mo sa akin, I would follow you, Panginoon. Kasi yun ang mahalaga. Because sometimes people, you know, here's the problem. Sometimes people have a divided heart. In other words, talagang, you know, deep down inside their heart, gusto talaga nila i-please yung sarili nila and to fulfill ko ano man yung mga agenda nila sa buhay. And sometimes they are not aware na meron silang mga false attachments, no? Uh, or mga addictions na parang may mga bagay na they think na yun ang uh, bagay that will make them happy, you know. Kaya marami mga mananampalataya ang naliligaw ng landas kasi inaalaw lang nila yung simple yung parang desires nila to uh, lead them at and, and most of the time, siyempre, kung wala tayong wisdom, we make choices based on wrong assumptions. Kaya what is important is yung fundamental posture ng heart natin. If we want to be led by the Lord, okay, here's what you should do, okay. Kung meron kang decision na gagawin na very important sa buhay mo, you know, set aside a time of prayer, not just once, but repeatedly. And if I were you, gamitin nyo itong Proverbs 3 verses 1 to 6 as your prayer, no. Bago mo pa hingin sa Panginoon na, Lord, please guide me, help me to decide, i-declare mo muna sa Panginoon yung complete trust sa Kanya for your life. At yung willingness mo to abide by whatever guidance ang ibibigay ng Panginoon. Hindi yung parang nauna ka na sa decision mo and then sasabihin mo, Lord, would you bless my decision? See, this is how a lot of Christians lose their way ka nga and make the long, wrong choices. Kasi 
gumagawa na sila ng choice, saka pa lang sila lalapit sa Panginoon para humingi ng kanyang blessing dun sa choice na ginawa nila. That is not the way. If you want to discern uh, an open door, if some something comes up and parang mukhang magandang opportunity and so forth, come before the Lord. At uh, i-trust mo completely ang buhay mo sa Kanya and be indifferent about whatever, whether yan ba ibibigay sa'yo ni Lord o hindi, whether yung nakikita mong uh, open door na yan, you know, papasukin mo ba yan o hindi mo papasukin, parang that should not be your main concern. So what is your main concern? Fundamentally, dapat ang main concern mo is the glory of God. You know, sabi ni Apostle Paul, whatever you do, whether in word or in deed, do it all for the glory of God. So, dapat ang maging fundamental decision mo sa buhay mo, when you're trying to discern something, no, is not so much kung ano yung maganda, ano yung parang sa kakikita, sa kayayaman, but rather yung devotion mo to the Lord at yung commitments mo kung saan nilagay ka ng Panginoon. Because God will not just simply parang change His mind. If God has placed you in a certain uh, local church with a certain ministry, God is not going to change, you know, suddenly, parang, oh, wag ka na dyan, dito ka na sa kabila. That's why you have to really discern. Because if there is something that would change that situation, you know, in a major way, then you have to really go into a prayer mode. Now, that's the first thing. The, first, the second uh, step no, to test it is to evaluate the movements of the Spirit. To evaluate the movements of the Spirit. You see, we are spiritual beings, no? And so, therefore, you know, uh, we can hear the Lord through the Holy Spirit. Now, of course, it takes time, ano? Hindi natin agad-agad matututunan yan ng basta-basta. Through practice, of course, and that's why we teach people yung mga sacred rhythms or yung mga spiritual disciplines para we can learn to attune ourselves or be familiar with the voice of God or the voice of the Holy Spirit. Now, let me give you a passage of how this can work out practically. You know? Sa Acts 16, uh, verses 6 to 10, we see this particular incident sa buhay ni Paul and, and his companions. At ganito ang sabi, Paul and his companions traveled throughout the region of Phrygia and Galatia, having been kept by the Holy Spirit from preaching the word in the province of Asia. Now, let me point out something na baka hindi nyo siguro napapansin. This is actually a narrative o isang kwento about something na nangyari na in the past. So, this is not something na kinukwento sa atin as it is happening. You know? Hindi ito parang report of something that is happening at the very moment na sinusulat ito. This is a parang ika nga a historical narrative or an event that happened in the past na kinukwento sa atin. So therefore, si Luke was telling us about this particular situation kung saan si Paul and his companions traveled throughout the region of Phrygia and Galatia and having considered everything na, you know, from a ika nga hindsight perspective, sinasabi ni Luke, who is the author, having been kept by the Holy Spirit from preaching the word in the province of Asia. So in other words, during that time, hindi siguro nila discern na it was the Holy Spirit who was doing that. Pero in hindsight, no, sabi ni Luke, it was the Holy Spirit who was actually keeping them from preaching the word in the province of Asia. And that's interesting kasi to preach the word is of course a good thing. To preach the word of God is something na ayon naman sa kalooban ng Panginoon. And that's why we need to discern because hindi lahat ng bagay that seems to be parang, you know, quote-unquote, God's will, 
ay talagang yun na yung pinagagawa sa iyo ng Panginoon, right? So, in other words, you have to, you know, evaluate ano ba yung klase ng uh, uh, you know, guidance na nangyayari sa buhay mo. How is the Holy Spirit, you know, through the circumstances na nangyayari sa life mo? How is he moving in your heart and speaking to you? Now, basically the Holy Spirit speaks through your thoughts or impressions sa puso mo. And so, let's read on. Sabi sa verse 7, When they came to the border of Misha, they tried to enter Bithynia, but the Spirit of Jesus, now kanina, Holy Spirit, ngayon naman, the Spirit of Jesus would not allow them to. Okay? So, you know, they passed by Misha and went down to Troas. Now, again, si Luke is telling us, uh, in hindsight, you know, ito yung tinatawag sa Bible, you know, for those of you na baka hindi kayo familiar, ang tawag dyan sa term yung technically is divine passive. In other words, God was doing something in the background na at first they are not so aware of it, pero in hindsight, saka pa lang nila nare-realize that God was behind it. No? So, the Spirit of Jesus would not allow them to. Hindi nila, you know, siguro pa ma-define o maunawaan kung ano ba yung nangyayari, bakit di nila magawa yung gusto nilang gawin. Again, this is very uh, practical thing for us. Sometimes when we want to do something, it seems na parang sumasarado yung pintuan. Now, it doesn't follow na lahat ng bukas na pintuan is something na kailangan natin pasukin. Pero pag merong mga sumasarado na pintuan, we should take note and we should discern and pray, Lord, uh, is this you? Ikaw ba yung nagsasarado ng opportunity dito? Is, is it you, Lord God, who's telling me na this is not your will for my life? So they passed by Misha and went down to Troas. Now, during the night, sabi nga sa verse 9, Paul had a vision of a man of Macedonia uh, standing and begging him, come over to Macedonia and help us. Now, the Holy Spirit is able to use ways and means na to, you know, to communicate His guidance sa atin. Sabi ko nga, primarily through our thoughts, uh, but also He can speak to our dreams, and, you know, He can use circumstances. Pero kailangan natin i-evaluate maigi yung guidance na yun. Okay? So, sabi sa verse 10, After Paul had seen the vision, we got ready at once. Now, notice nyo merong shift of pronoun dito. Suddenly, from third person, naging first person na, at ang ginamit na ni Luke ay we. In other words, kasama na siya doon sa ano na yan, grupo na yan. So, we got ready at once to leave for Macedonia, concluding no, that God had called us to preach the gospel to them. Now, the key word there is concluding. In other words, through prayer, they evaluated what was going on, they talked with each other, they helped each other to co-discern kung ano yung nangyayari. Until finally, they have come to the point na nag-conclude sila that the Holy Spirit or God was calling them toward a certain direction. And that is Macedonia. Now, practically speaking, what does that mean? Siyempre, uh, ang pagtanggap natin ng guidance sa Panginoon is really dependent upon our spiritual life, yung ating spirituality. In other words, kung... Ngayon lang tayo makikinig sa Panginoon, uh, we know we may not be able to discern very quickly kung ano yung will ni Lord sa atin. Kasi we have not really practiced yung being familiar with His voice. Ito yung dahilan again, pa, inuulit-ulit ko sa inyo, why in RLCC, in Real Life Christian Communities, we are so interested in spiritual formation. 
Kasi spiritual formation is that process of transformation na nais gawin ng Panginoon sa buhay natin so that we may actually reflect the character of Christ. And this is the work of the Holy Spirit sa buhay natin. And, and over time, kung tayo ay natututo how to be spiritually minded, how to listen to the Lord, nagiging familiar tayo sa kanyang voice. Okay? Now, my wife and I have been married since 1990. So, you know, by this time, ilan na bagano ba katagal yan? That's a, ano, and this month, we will be celebrating our anniversary. Pero over time, uh, dahil sa familiarity namin sa isa't isa, you know, kahit hindi kami nagkikita, o oh, let's say, nandito siya sa kabilang kwarto, or malayo siya, you know, well, we can, you know, discern each other's voice or kaya just by looking at each other, we can communicate. There are things na parang, you know, over time na naging ano na namin, parang uh, ability namin to know each other's ano, will and or intentions, you know. Not always, na hindi naman perfectly. Sometimes I misread my wife's signals. Pero what is important is that it takes, uh, ano eh, may, may proseso yan eh. So when we are testing an open door, Tapos, we have not developed yung, ika nga, yung spiritual, you know, sharpness, no, na madidiscern natin yung voice ni Lord. Siyempre, makakailangan tayo ng tulong yan sa mga tao who are able to, you know, who are actually walking with the Lord in a more consistent manner. Para sa ganun na, we can uh, actually ask for their help to co-discern kung ano yung mga choices natin. But, that should not be the excuse, you know. Yung parang ipagkakatiwala natin sa iba yung decisions. Unfortunately, ganun yung nangyayari minsan si church. Lalapit ang isang tao sa akin or sa wife ko and then they would say, ano ba dapat kong gawin dito? Well, actually, that is not the goal of God sa buhay natin. Like I said kanina sa prayer ko, He wants us, he wants us to become mature children of God. This is really the you know the purpose of the Lord why he saved us not hindi para sabihin sa atin every now you know every moment na lang sa buhay natin kung anong gagawin natin he will guide us for sure lalo na sa mga confusing situations if we're going to ask and pray he will give us wisdom pero eventually we still have to decide God is not going to decide for us and please wag natin isisi sa Panginoon you know yung mga decisions natin because we are responsible okay and that's why kailangan tayong matuto ng salita ng Panginoon, kailangan tayong mag-walk with the Lord so that we may have the ano the, the ability or the capacity you know to to discern or to discriminate ka nga yung voice niya from all other voices. Okay? This is not going to happen overnight and uh, pagdating sa discernment, proseso 'yan. That's why when we are making a decision, lalo na importanteng decision, Mahirap yung nagra-rush tayo na parang bukas na yung decision. So, na, mahirap yun. Siyempre, di ba? Because lalo na kung importante yung decision na gagawin mo, you need some time. You need to, you know, uh, pray about it, you know, for several occasions. Sabi ko nga sa inyo, each time you declare your trust in God. And then, you know, you evaluate as you pray. Okay? Practically speaking, as you pray, you look back do sa mga nangyaring events. And try to discern, okay, kung ano yung mga parang pinakikita sa'yo ng Panginoon. And uh, sometimes you would actually need some help in that regard uh, with people who are more familiar with the movements of the Spirit. Kasi nga, minsan tayo, dahil masyado tayong busy, 
we, we don't develop yung spirituality that will enable us to hear God better. All right. So, the third step is to seek confirmation. Okay? Maybe you're noticing, ano, na I'm using the word test as an acrostic. Okay? So, trust, di ba? Tapos, evaluate, and now seek. Seek confirmation. Now, what do I mean by that? Okay? Let's read the First John 4 verse 1. Sabi dito, Dear friends, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God. Because many false prophets have gone out into the world. Now, ang, ang dapat natin maunawaan is this. We are spiritual beings, so therefore we can be influenced and also we can communicate in the spiritual realm. That's why we can pray, we can talk to God. But it also works the other way around. God can talk to us, God can minister to us, God can influence us through the Holy Spirit. But here's the point. Hindi lang naman ang Holy Spirit uh, ang able to speak to us in our thoughts. You know, even evil spirits, spirits can do that. In fact, uh, something na kailangan natin maunawaan is that um, pagdating sa consolation, yung bang feeling mo of something is right and this is of God, there's such a thing as false consolation. Okay? In other words, the enemy, si Satan, can actually mimic or sabihin natin parang deceive you by telling you na, oh yeah, gusto ng Panginoon yan. Oh yeah, maganda yan. Now, by the way, <clears throat> when the Lord is guiding us, uh, there are, you know, at least three very important considerations, no? Pag the Lord, when the Lord is guiding us. Sometimes, when the Lord is guiding us, it would become crystal clear, no? Sa atin, with no doubt. And usually, yan yung tinatawag na consolation na walang preceding cause or walang dahilan. Like, for example, maybe you are in a worship service, tapos ikaw ay umaawit, kumakanta sa Panginoon, and dahil sa maganda yung song, you feel closeness to God. That is not what I'm talking about. That's called consolation with a reason. No, in other words, consolation with a cause. Merong merong nangyayari, merong environment, may circumstances kaya ka nai-inspire to draw near to God. Pag sinabi nating consolation without cause, yan yung mga situations na hindi ka naman naghahanap, hindi naman wala naman dahilan, walang song, walang worship, but then God gives you that clarity that something is his will for your life. Now, bihira 'yon. No, bihira mangyari. It's a gift from God. Pero you have to, you know, uh, ika nga, uh, seek confirmation, uh, you know, kung yung ba from the Lord. Again, you need other people to co-discern. Pero if it's from the Lord, meron kang peace. Now, let me clarify something kasi some people don't understand. Narinig niyo siguro sa RLCC yung salitang consolation and desolation. Yung pong salita na yan, consolation and desolation, doesn't mean na parang good feelings and bad feelings. Okay? Ang ibig sabihin ng consolation is that you are drawn nearer to God uh, with you know toward intimacy with him and his purpose and his kingdom. Yun ibig sabihin ng consolation. In other words, you are being drawn to the presence of God. You are being drawn to a deeper relationship with him. So pag sinabi mo may consolation ako sa ganitong sitwasyon, that means I'm being drawn to God. I'm parang nagkakaroon ako ng greater intimacy and joy in His presence. Pag sinabi mong desolation, you're being drawn away from God. You're being drawn toward, you know, not His kingdom purposes, but toward the world, you know, toward the things of this world, toward the flesh, okay? So, yun yung desolation. So, not necessarily 
good feelings and bad feelings yan. You can have good feelings, pero you're being drawn toward the world. Do you get me? Okay? It doesn't follow na pagkit maganda yung pakiramdam mo that that's already a consolation. So, ganito yun. If sometimes when you are deciding, okay, and you can seek confirmation, kasi God gives you clarity, wala ka duda-duda, that the Lord wants you to enter that open door. I mean, I remember when we went to this, ano, yung lot, yung land that, that we were look, we are right now looking at. Uh, hindi kami nag-uusap, but when we stood there, uh, kami do sa pastoral staff, no, we were just standing there and then we looked at each other. There was just that certainty sa puso namin. It was not parang, uh, you know, we were not deliberating, we just looked at each other. And there's that sense in our hearts that God was drawing us into His presence and God was parang saying, I'm going to give you this land. Now, does that mean 100% sure tayo doon, di ba? Well, you know, that's why we have to share itong bagay na to, to others and let others also speak about the situation because we want to get confirmation. So, practically speaking, pag tayo ay nagde-decide, you know, we should actually, because we have surrendered everything to the Lord, di ba? And we have been discerning the movements of His Spirit sa buhay natin. We are, we are evaluating. No? Therefore, we can actually look at this movement sa puso natin and try to discern whether it is from the Lord or not. Now, in general, okay, in general, one of the things na talagang magiging uh, ano natin, gabay natin is yung sinasabi kong consolation and desolation. No? Now, desolation basically, like I said, is, uh, you know, parang napapalayo ka sa Panginoon. So, therefore, this is not... Uh, consistent with what God wants you to do, kaya maging discerning ka. But a very important clue, you know, is yung peace sa puso natin. So here in Philippians 4.7, we've seen this before, nabasa na natin, sabi, Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again, rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Okay? That's exactly a description of consolation. Okay? And then sabi niya sa verse 6, Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. In other words, pag wala kang, pag hindi ka kalma, pag aligaga ka, pag parang, you know, unsettled yung soul mo, uh, that means you really, really need to continue praying, you really need to continue asking God for wisdom and guidance, because you cannot decide kapag ang puso mo ay aligaga. Pag ikaw ay parang unsettled. Wala kang calmness of heart and spirit. That's why sabi niya sa verse 7, And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. This will be parang your indication that you are heading in the right direction. The peace of God. In other words, yung peace na galing kay God. Which transcends all understanding. In other words, it's not based on logic or anything. It's the peace of God which is the gift of God na nilalagay niya sa puso mo, confirming that this is His will and plan for your life. So, practically speaking, kapag kayo ay nagde-decide ng something na major, may parang open door, pag hindi ka matahimik, o parang, uh, you know, parang naaligaga ka, and especially if you've committed yourself to the Lord in prayer, and you've said, Lord, all I want is to do your will, tapos wala kang peace, that is a sign for you that you should continue praying, or talagang malinaw na that this is not God's will for your life. So again, seek confirmation. Don't just do things on your own. No, 
i-present mo itong mga experiences na to to somebody who is more mature, you know, and ask them, can you co-discern with me? Can you pray? Now, again, it is through prayer that they discern mong open door. It is through prayer that you can actually hear the voice of God. Hindi ito nakukuha ng parang, Lord, guide mo naman ako. And then, busy-busy ka, you know, marami kang ginagawa. Lord, guide mo naman ako. It will not happen like that. You have to set aside a time of prayer for this. Now, finally, of course, very important is take some time. Okay? What do I mean by that? Now, this is the last uh, key sa pag-test uh, ng isang open door. Take some time. Ibig sabihin, bigyan mo ng time ito. Huwag kang magmadali. Huwag yung parang pag nagkaroon ka na ng feeling of consolation, parang, oh, sige na. Okay? Give it some time. Why is that so? Bakit importante yan? You know, in Matthew 13, verse 24 to 28, the first part of 28, Jesus tells us about a reality na kailangan natin maintindihan. Sabi niya, Jesus told them another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like a man who sowed good seed in his field. Okay? Now, usually, pag si Lord nagbibigay ng parable, He wants us to imagine yung situation and He wants us to look at it from a spiritual point of view. So, a man sowed good seed in his field. So, that means that it is God who is sowing His word you know, in the world. Sabi sa verse 25, But while everyone was sleeping, his enemy came and sowed weeds among the wheat and went away. Okay? So, para nagkaroon ng clandestine or, ano ba yan? Clandestine, how do you pronounce it? Parang may nagtanim ng weeds, you know, sa kasabay o kasama ng mga weeds. And you know, if you are familiar with, hindi naman ako kasi plantita, but if you, I know, I know na magkatub, magka, magkaitsura yan, parang magkamukha yan, yung weeds, saka wheat, parang similar yan sa itsura niya. Although yung mga magagaling sa halaman probably can really distinguish kung ano yung difference nila. Verse 26, when the wheat sprouted, okay, and formed heads, then the weeds also appeared. Okay? So, nung nagbunga na yung wheat, nag-form na ng mga heads, yung, pa, yung ika nga, yung palay, then the weeds also appeared, which of course, magkaiba na. Kita mo na yung distinction. And then, sabi nga sa verse 27, the owner's servants came to him, no, and said, Sir, didn't you sow good seed in your field? Where then did the weeds come from? And sabi, an enemy did this, he replied. I'm just taking part of that particular story. Meron bang sinabi si Jesus after that? And he's of course referring to the general, uh, you know, uh, spiritual reality of what God is doing versus what Satan is doing sa mundong ito. So, practically speaking, what it means is this. Satan can actually be parang uh, a deceiver pretending to be an angel of light. So, Actually, walang, walang false desolation kasi all kinds of desolation yung parang lahat ng feeling that are, that are parang driving you away from the Lord, okay, is definitely coming from the evil one, okay? Pero pagdating sa consolation, yung parang sa sense mo, this is God's will. Sometimes, you know, Satan can actually deceive you, alright? And that's why lalong-lalo na kapag meron kang consolation, uh, because of a preceding cause. Merong dahilan. Uh, malimbawa, uh, nakikinig ka ng sermon or worship, tapos parang talaga na-feel ka with the Holy Spirit, na-excite ka, you know, and then later on, abang nandun ka sa lobby or whatever, feel na-feel mo yung presence of God, so sabi mo, Lord, I think it is your will for me para ako ay, you know, mag-full time. Okay? 
and uh, marinig mo sa puso mo, yeah, mag-full-time ka para talagang, uh, you know, ma-fulfill ma- ma- mo yung purpose of God. Yan yung tinatawag na afterglow. In other words, merong nangyari, tapos later on, merong kanaramdaman. You need to be very careful. Why? Because it can come from the enemy, a false consolation. O kaya minsan may ginagawa ka, tapos maririnig mo sa puso mo, sinasabi, oh yan, maintindihan naman ng Panginoon yan eh. Okay lang yan, you know? wala nang masama dyan eh. And so you console yourself and say, oh nga naman, you know. So you have to be discerning about these things. Kasi the enemy may be planting weeds together with the wheat sa puso mo, no? To deceive you. Now, so how would you know? Kaya nga sabi ni Jesus dito sa parable na to, over a certain period of time, you know? So yun ang ibig ko sabihin, take some time. Kasi if something is from the Lord, makikita mo sa umpisa, sa gitna, sa katapusan, yung bunga ng banal na espiritu. So that's why I want to read this verse, Galatians 5:22 to 23. Sabi, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things, there is no law. In other words, God reveals Himself through His Word at consistent yan sa mga qualities na ito. If something is from the Lord, over time, mananatili yan. For example, I was talking to a person and he had a desire to to plant a church, to start a church in a certain place. Now, so sabi ko sa kanya, kailan mo pa na kailan ka nagkaroon ng ganitong klaseng feeling na parang gusto ng Panginoon na mag-start ka ng church? And he told me, sabi niya, well, actually matagal na yan, ilang taon na yan. You know, I was still young in the Lord, dumadalo pa lang ako sa youth uh, meetings, you know, etc. Pinlanta ni Lord sa puso ko and tinray ko na kalimutan yan. Pero still na andun, every time na, you know, nagko-quiet time ako o nagpe-pray ako sa Panginoon, lagi binabalik sa akin ng Panginoon yung idea that He wants me to start a church. Well, sabi ko, you should really pray about that kasi uh, if that is the period of time na simula bata ka pa hanggang ngayon, nasawa na siya. So, parang consistent yung guidance ni Lord sa kanya about something. That could be from the Lord. So, you know, If something is from the evil one, it doesn't stay. Hindi na nanatili. So, excited ka lang at first, pero give it some time, may kote parang nawawala na. Right now, my wife and I are considering a major decision sa buhay namin to enroll in a particular course na malaki yung halaga. And so, you know, it's a major decision. So, we are actually praying for discernment. And we're giving it time. You know, habang lumilipas yung time at dinidiscern namin yung movements of our souls, the movements of God in the Spirit, kapansin namin wala na yung parang dating, you know, parang excitement na let's do this, let's do that. Nandun pa rin yung konting interest, pero nakikita namin na parang hindi na siya, as we talk about it, parang hindi na siya parang ganun na parang, alam mo, yung feeling mo na let's do this to honor the Lord, to glorify God, etc. Parang more of parang kumakalma na yung ano. And this is the key. When you are deciding a an open door, take some time. Wag ka magmamadali. Give it some time. Because if it is from the Lord, it will remain consistently. Nandun pa rin yung drawing power ni Lord into His presence, into His kingdom, na hindi nawawala. If it is not from the Lord, unti-unti mawawala yan. Because it's a fake, ika nga, a fake consolation, a false consolation sa iyo. Akala mo lang pinagagawa ni Lord sa iyo. Pero over time, hindi pala. Alright, so let me just 
repeat that, the four tests of uh, an open door. First, trust God uh, with your whole life completely. Napakahalaga yan. You know, going to prayer, commit yourself to God before asking for guidance. Number two, evaluate the movements of the Spirit. Look back, tingnan mo kung ano mga nangyayari in relation to that decision. Can you sense the movement of the Spirit doon? Can you see na may pattern ba? Is the Lord speaking to you? Okay? And then pangatlo, seek confirmation. If you have to talk to a spiritual companion or director uh, para you can both go into prayer to discern yung kinoconsider mo na decision. And then finally, take some time. Huwag ka magmamadali. Okay? Give it the time. Because if it is from the Lord, it will remain. If it is not from the Lord, unti-unti mawawala yan, magdi-dissipate yan, yung excitement mo. So in other words, okay, not all open doors are open doors from God. Please listen carefully. Hindi po kit maganda yan, exciting yan, it is from the Lord. Hindi po kit naman na parang full of challenges and parang ang hirap or parang kaya ba natin to, it doesn't mean it's not an open door from God. Again, as an example, itong open door natin, no, nasa Holiday Park. 7.3 million. So again, parang isipin mo, kaya ba natin yan? So wag mo agad i-judge. Just, just because mahirap ang isang bagay, challenging isang bagay, it is not an open door from God. We have to discern. At the same time, kapag ang isang bagay naman ay parang exciting, malaking sweldo, magandang opportunity, it is not necessarily an open door from God. You have to discern carefully. Okay? So we must discern carefully and not jump in immediately. This is so important sa ating uh, daily walk sa Panginoon. Okay? Wag, wag agad-agad na sige na sige. I know a lot of people na pupunta sa mga maling relationships, na pupunta sa maling job because sige sila ng sige. You have to discern carefully. Okay? And so, join the prayer gathering or a prayer gathering ng your small group. Come together for officially to pray about a major decision. Or start praying for discernment sa sarili mo personally. But here's the thing. Very important ito right now. Huwag kayo basta-basta papasok sa quote-unquote parang open door. Unless meron kang peace of God in your heart. Meron kang confirmation from the Lord. Siyempre, decision mo pa rin yan. And it would still be by faith. Pero huwag kang parang agresibo. And then you would regret Pag pinasok mo na yung bagay na yon, then you realize it alters everything, nag-change na yung commitments mo, nag-change na yung situation in life mo, hindi mo na matupad yung ministry na pinagagawa sa ng Panginoon. You have made a mistake. Now the good thing here is that God loves us, so even in our wrong decisions, God can lead us back to the right path. Again, it takes humility to do that. If you are listening right now to this sermon, maybe some of you, are faced with major decisions. Uh, you know, I'd like to invite you mamaya sa prayer gathering to join us para you can formally commit to the Lord itong decision na ito. Maybe you've already made a decision and as you look back, na-realize mo parang masyado ka nagmadali and so because of that, you are suffering the consequences of a bad decision. You can still repent and go back to God. So either way, the Lord will help us if we really desire to know His will. Also, siguro baka may kilala kayo who are, you know, grappling with a major decision sa buhay niya. Share this video. Share mo sa kanya itong sermon na ito. Okay? 
and talk about it para magkaroon siya ng insight how to make decisions in life. Para sa mga taga-aral CC, join us in our prayer gathering after this, mamayang konti, so that together we can commit to the Lord yung decision natin about our pray, ano, uh, project open door para we can get more and more confirmation from God. And also, if you have a personal open door, then you can also pray about it. Tayong lahat ngayon ay manalangin. Lord, maraming salamat po for your desires, amen, to grow and mature as children of God, to be able to make wise decisions in our lives in accordance with your will. Patawarin mo kami, Panginoon, for those times na nagmamadali kami, for those times na hindi kami nakikinig sa iyo or sa mga tao na nilagay mo sa buhay namin. Forgive us, O Lord. We repent from that kind of lifestyle. And right now, Lord God, we recommit ourselves to be led by your Spirit from here on. Salamat po, Lord. Use us also to encourage other people na kilala namin who are grappling with decisions in life. Give us the boldness to share this video sa kanila so that, uh, Lord, we can also talk to them about it para they can also make good decisions in their lives. Salamat po, Panginoon. In Jesus' name, Amen and Amen. Thank you for listening to this episode. We hope you were encouraged and edified to continue following the Lord and growing in your faith together with others. If this content helped you, consider sharing it with others. Also, if you would like to support this ministry, please visit solo.to slash rlccphil. That's solo.to slash rlccphil. See you again.